The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. G'day guys, Mitch here. Ash Lutzi and Susie O'Neill will be back on Monday, January 17th for a massive 2022. I've snuck in a little bit early though because, look, if you've been listening to the show forever or even just today, you know how much I love my movies. And the movies are back for 2022. We've got a couple of big ones coming up. Big ones are already out though. One of those came out yesterday. It is the latest film in the Scream franchise. So if you're like me, you grew up in the uh, 90s and early 2000s, this might have even been your first foray into the horror thriller genre. And uh, it's back. Scream number five. The original stars of the franchise are back celebrating 25 years of Scream movies, but also a brand new cast of characters that are looking to become the next victims of the uh, iconic killer Ghostface, and I got to catch up with a few of them about starring in this new film, Scream, and this is what we had a chat about. I'm so excited to be talking about this. Unfortunately, because of all this craziness going on in the world, I was supposed to have a screening two days ago, and it actually kept me. I'm, I'm stuck in isolation at the moment, not oh. able to watch the film. I know, right? It's kind of a good thing, because I feel like I'd be getting too much into spoiler territory talking to you if I knew all the secrets, but what I am seeing from the early press screenings uh, as early as uh, just 24 hours ago is that true fans of this franchise, whether they be punished or people in the press are loving this. You guys in particular as being new characters in this legacy franchise, what does that mean to you and how relieving is it? It is a relief because how awkward would this interview be if everyone was like, it sucks? Yeah, no, it's nice <laughs> to know something you worked on and held so closely to yourself as being loved by people around the world. Yeah, and because it really was our little baby for, yeah. you know, quite a while, over a year, and mm. now the world is getting to hold our baby and luckily they're taking great care of our baby. Mm. And to be part of something that has so much anticipation and that has a real like fan base. Uh, mm. It's really, you know, you can never control the outcome of how something turns out. And we know we just had the best time making it and we're so happy to be there and be a part of it. But it is, it does feel rewarding to like have those sorts of reactions and the real hardcore fans um, loving it. Yeah. What does it mean though for Scream 5 or rather Scream as it's known in 2022? It's always been such a meta franchise. What do you think makes this movie uh, so relevant uh, in the modern day considering how it started back in 96? Oh, well, Fight Scream holds to what it always was. It's very of the moment. It's self-aware. It's making fun of itself. It's calling out things within the horror movie that other movies would do wrong. Like we've all seen in the trailer. So it's not a spoiler that Jenna Ortega's character is you know, trying to lock the door on her phone and the killer keeps unlocking it. Ooh, goosebumps, so good. But it continues to pay homage to the other films while also being very present and relevant. That's right. Horror is such a, uh, a franchise for the ladies. It's always the final girl that's standing. I don't know that there's been many other than Dewey uh, male characters that have lasted a screen movie. Does that initially make you really nervous when you go to make this going, I'm going to die here? Nervous in so much that uh, you just want to hope that whatever kill you get is exciting. Mm -hmm. um, so it would be a page of, is it this one? No, is it this one? And I won't spoil whether or not I get what I want, but I will say um, that is one aspect of horror that I love, that it does uh, allow um, the masculine uh, energy in each film to be uh, snuffed out and <laughs> eviscerated. And the scream queen gets the final say. Uh, and to be to be a part of something uh, with such a powerful and uh, memorable scream queen as the amazing Sydney Prescott, played by the incredible. I literally just shivered. No, you <laughs> said her name. I had a body shiver. <laughs> She's so it's, good. It's what, especially for you, for you, Jasmine, going in there, and and you have got these people like you, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell. Uh, on set you know you watch these screen movies for the last 25 years and all of a sudden you're making one 
and these OG characters are, are still there. Is that pressure? Or is that kind of fun that you get to go up and learn from these guys? It's it's more fun than it is pressure. I think the pressure is more of not wanting to disappoint anybody, mm. wanting to make sure we do right by everyone that came before us. But uh, I didn't feel any pressure from our OG three. They were nothing but kind, welcoming, lovely, funny, and mm. just just delicious, delicious right. people. Yeah. You talk about how much fun it is making it. Now, this question really isn't going to age well if one or both of you end up being uh, the killer in the film, but are you told everything about the movie when you go in to make it? Because you think of the last couple of films and there's been stories that, you know, yeah. scripts were printed on paper that wasn't able to be photocopied or people weren't given entire scripts. So uh, how much are you able to know about the film when you are making this? Because I guess it does stand out, uh, apart from other slashes, you watch Halloween, you know, Michael's the killer. You watch Freddy mm -hmm. Krueger, you know, he's the killer. This is all about that big reveal so mm -hmm. do you guys know everything or do you find out you know afterwards we found out um all <laughs> kind of differently because we were dif we were given different um endings and different scripts so oh, no. that kept it fun and interesting for sure and uh like emphasize that whodunit aspect off screen as well for us so i think that was like a fun little thing that the producers did but um it was interesting like talking to Jasmine and then she was like wait are we allowed to talk about this like do you think it's this I'm like it became this like very secretive thing and I'm like it, it was fun guessing for sure yeah I think we were all suspicious yeah of each other. yeah <laughs> well I will say this having not seen it like I said and only seeing the trailer I don't even trust trailers anymore in general let alone for movies like this these films <laughs> no. have done right you can't th there's fake outs in these movies so when I see each of you there's a moment in the trailer where they say anyone could be the killer mm -hmm. and there is a shot of all of you and then there's shots, people getting attacked. And like, I don't know yeah. that I can believe that anymore. So I want to start with, with you two. Sonia, I'll go to you first. I want you to look at the camera and give me a reason why you are not the killer. And then after I see this film, <laughs> I'm going to come back and watch this again. Why is my character not the killer? Um, <laughs> I need a good reason. Oh, no. <laughs> my character is not the killer because she's not the killer. <laughs> Okay. All right. You look, that was the only moment you looked right in the camera. So I'll take there was that. Like one second. I looked in the camera. Yeah. Okay. And Mikey, what about you? Why is it? Why is Amber not the killer in Scream? Amber is not the killer because like Sonya said, she's <laughs> not the killer. <laughs> well, one more uh, I will ask of you guys. And I did already speak to uh, Sonia and Mikey and get their answer because I haven't seen the film. I don't trust trailers. I don't trust the fake outs that we see in these films as well. I want you to look me in the camera and tell me why your character is not the killer. Give me a reason. And I'm going to look back on this next week after I've seen the film and see who's lying. So uh, Mason, why are you not the killer in Scream? I am not the killer in Scream because I have arthritis and Chad <laughs> subsequently also has arthritis. Mm -hmm. You can't he hold a knife with arthritis. You couldn't hold a knife. That's too much thrusting, entirely too much physical exertion. Okay. I mean, I buy it similar. I am not the killer because I'm currently on Accutane and my lips get very chapped. And so there's just like a trail of like Parmesan wherever I go and I'd be caught too easily. And that doesn't do well behind a mask, I imagine too. No, you couldn't it's possibly flaky. Chafey. No, no. Yep. 
All right, I'm not going to say who I believe more, maybe none of you, but uh, Jasmine and Mason, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on all the love that Scream's getting so far. I can't wait to see it at the end of the week when it releases here in Australia and uh, see more of you again in the future. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Take it easy. Yeah, big thanks to the four new cast members of the Scream franchise. The fifth film in that series, as I said, is out in cinemas right now. I haven't even got the chance to check it out yet, as I said to them right there. I'm going to check it out as soon as possible, maybe even talk about it with the guys next week, and who knows, I might be able to even talk Susie O'Neill into going to... Of course, that's not going to happen. Maybe me and Lutzi. Lutzi loves his horror films. We might be able to go see it together. Otherwise, catch the guys back next week, January 17th, Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill back for 2022. The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.